Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with... It's that time again.
I stay with the trade town. I ain't playing around. I got my gad at all times. That's the bottom line. You yeah, till I lie in the grave. You yeah, and I'ma try to get paid. This for my s in the street that play with the heat. This Cassidy and MJ on this Swiss beat. <laughs> Twelve months of the year. It ain't a bunch of front in the hair. Gotta yeah. hold my man down. We ain't playing around. Got his back at all times. That's the bottom line. Till the day we die. To keep our love alive. To my fam in the streets. We bring the heat. Cassidy and Mary J. On the Swiss beat. Seven days a week. Just to stay home. I want to thank Hov for clearing the record. If you don't like the song right here, then your ear's infected. You need to get your hand corrected. Stones clearing the necklace. I wear so much flat on my neck, it put bruises on the back of my neck. That's why Cats is upset. But I told you I'ma shine when it's time to. I put too much time and I've been rhyming since 9-2. I knew I'm a hustler was a hit. Cause everything I ever got, I had to hustle to get. Ain't nobody give me nothing for free. But I'll probably be dead or in jail if it wasn't for tea. Getting booked is a bitch and catching a slug scary. I need to feed my seed. Thanks for the love, Mary. But seeing me without the grams on the grind is like seeing Wesley Snipes in the tanner salon. I'm the hustler, to do, whether you're a mother, a father, uh, anybody, 
So, again, welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. I am your host, Tanya White. And if you are a first-time listener, you're asking, what is the Real Talk with Tanya White show is about? It's a lifestyle entertainment inspiration show that is always, always going to be rated R for being real, relevant, and refreshing. I'll, our goal every show, every single show is to give you real talk about real issues to enhance your real life, you guys. Let me tell you something. That's just not a catchy phrase. That is my way of life. Anytime I meet or talk to somebody, I'm talking real talk about real issues, and my goal is always to enhance their real life. So I don't want you to think I just came up with that catchy little phrase. No, I live that thing. Uh, It's in me. It's in me. It's in me. And so uh, that's what this show is about. So by the end of the show, With all these five phenomenal guests, I guarantee you, your life will be different. Will be different. You're going to be inspired by everything they've gone through. If you're a single mother, you're going to be inspired to keep on pressing through to your victory and to finding your purpose. Oh, I can't wait to get them on in about, I have my first guess in about two minutes. But, again, go to... Uh, TanyaWhite.com If you're a first time listener and you don't know who I am Visit my website at TanyaWhite.com Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A White is in the color Dot com I have uh, books, services uh, Newsletters, Tanya's tips That will all inspire you It's real relevant and refreshing That's my life, that's who I am I'm rated R for being real relevant and refreshing And if you did not have Chance to get my latest book That has been out for a month as of yesterday, yes, I am enough. The next level, it is up on Amazon.com. You guys go there. Uh, find me, Tanya White. Yes, I am enough. The next level, buy it. Buy it. Come on, help a sister out. She's got some goals. And not only uh, will you help me reach my goals, but your life is going to be blessed. It is talking about how you know that you are enough, despite what anybody tries to tell you you're not. You got to say, oh, yes, I am enough. And so that book is my follow-up book to Yes, I Am Enough. So go get it. You, 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 I'm telling you, it's less than 100 pages. You're going to, uh, I'm telling you, you're going to go to next, the next level after you read that book. Also, uh, listen, we're on here every Tuesday at 8 p.m., uh, and we have four shows. This is our first of four, and then we're going to take a summer break and come back in October uh, ready to just kick it back But listen, these next four shows are going to be phenomenal And we're going to kick it off tonight with mothers Who are making unprecedented and unstoppable moves In business and in life We have author Bernice Michelle Mitchell She's the author of Labels The book, if you haven't got that book I don't know where you've been living You better find your life, get your life She's going to tell you how to get it if you don't got it uh, Then we have... Um, the mother hustlers themselves. It's three young ladies. They have their own individual businesses, but they are collaborating for the mother hustle movement and putting on events, inspiring other young mothers. Well, not just young mothers, mothers, period, who are um, have children, running a household, but they don't want you to forget your dreams. And they're going to show you how they are doing the doggone thing Uh, not only in their own separate business, but they're coming together. They just had an event that I went to. It was phenomenal. Uh, So they got a lot of energy. I love these young sisters. Um, 
So they're going to be on. And then we're going to close out the show with Pastor Netra Jones. She's going to tell you how she was a high school dropout in 10th grade. And now in just a few weeks, she's graduating from uh, seminary school with her Master's of Divinity degree. And she is a pastor of Cook Memorial. She's going to inspire you. Listen, this whole entire show is going to be rated R. Once again, what is that? Real relevant and refreshing. So let me bring on my first guest. She is no stranger to Real Talk with Tanya White. I think this is her This is her third time, I think. But we're going to welcome author Bernice Michelle Mitchell, my sister, my friend, my fellow author, who is just <laughs> yes. up the book industry. <laughs> and her book hasn't even been out a year. And y'all better look at her. Hey, Bernice Michelle. Hello, Tanya. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back on. I appreciate the opportunity to speak uh, before your audience. Um, I do not take this lightly, and I'm excited about being on the show. Well, listen, thank you. I think this is, is this your third time? Uh, I think second or third, yes. Second yes, or third, yes, yeah. I, I know you, yes. Listen, you're just a staple. Yes. I'm just waiting for the Renita <laughs> Shell show. Because I, I know that's coming in the future. You. Speak it, speak it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I tell you all the time, you inspire me. You are doing big, big things, and people may not know, but I know I watch, observe. So before we get into our topic, mothers who are making unstoppable and unprecedented moves in business and in life like you are, retell our audience who you are and how you got to become author Venice Michelle. I am Vernice Michelle. Um, I'd say my my first and my last, middle name uh, because you know um, God has given me the the idea of labels. You know, we walk around with labels on us, and we operate through those labels, and sometimes those labels can limit us. And so I am Vernice Michelle. I recognize my first name. I used to not like it. And that was God, when I say I didn't like my first name, that was me saying that I didn't like myself. And so coming about writing this book, um, I really started off small as me wanting to do, you know, just leave something for my children. But God had a bigger plan for that book. And when I tell you that book has opened so many doors for me and different opportunities for me to give back to other people and to just share my story and inspire other people. And so, you know, I just take in one, one step and God will make that one step turn into giant leaps. And uh, so, yes, I am a mother of three daughters, two granddaughters. Yeah. I'm a registered nurse by profession. And, you know, I am a very caring person. I want to encourage other people. Um, you know, I know I have three daughters. Even my dog is a female. And so <laughs> I pour into women. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, God has given me the mantle of uh, women and, you know, just, you know, empowering other women by sharing my story. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just so excited about what's what's to come. Um, you know, my children, I inspire them and encourage them to to do better and to be better and to be women that are unstoppable. Yes. yes. <laughs> Listen, now, we all know this is, well, first of all, happy Nurses Appreciation Week. Thank this you. Is Thank Week. you. Um, and I have nurses in my family, and we know, we all know that any time you go to school, it is demanding and 
and it can be difficult. But nursing in particular, I've seen it firsthand that it is one of the most <laughs> difficult uh, yes. professions to not only finish in college, but to pass them boards, them state boards. Oh, my, oh goodness. my goodness. So I, I commend all nurses, especially in, if I'm not mistaken, you went back to school after you became a mother. Am I correct? Yes, yes. I was a late, um, actually, I was 29 years old when I graduated from college. And, um, you know, like I said, my book is called Labels, Strategies to Help Heal Negative Thought Patterns. And, you know, those negative thoughts, you know, I, I, they, I, I caused them to hinder me. You know, mm-hmm. I labeled myself. I I have, uh, you know, some undiagnosed learning, um, I don't want to say disabilities, but hindrances, Mm-hmm. Uh, that I had to work through in going in back to school. And, you know, um, I tried to play it safe and, you know, get a medical assistant degree, but God said, no, I want you to be a nurse. I want you Ooh, to be an that's, RN. That's and right so I had to, and Listen, so. Did y'all hear what she said, Real Talk audience? She tried to play it safe. Yes. Honey, yes. Michelle, yes. how many of us, especially women, especially mothers, especially single mothers, play it safe. Play it safe, yes. Um, you know, we, 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 we do that as in, in a, because it's in our comfort zone. But yes. God has told me that growth is just outside of your comfort zone. And if you just think of yourself in a circle and you're in the middle of that circle, the first time you take that step outside of your comfort zone, you grow. And so, you know, it wasn't easy for me to go through nursing school. I actually failed out of nursing school, you know, and I wanted to give up. I wanted to stop. I did, and I went through all kinds of turmoil. I was, you know, going through a divorce at the time, and, you know, all those life obstacles played in, but something inside of me died, I'm going to say. The Holy Spirit pushed me to continue on and to be successful um, in completing my degree. And so, you know, I I couldn't play it safe and be comfortable because if I had played it safe, I wouldn't I, I would have been in a different line or a different mm-hmm. uh wheel of God. And so I um I'm glad that I, I got out of my comfort zone and didn't play it safe anymore. Wow. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to author Bernice Michelle and uh, she's one of these mothers who are unstoppable and doing unprecedented things in life and in business. She just shared that listen, she was a she was a mother of three daughters and three in daughters. nursing school and failed out of nursing school, but that she didn't let yes. that stop her. She kept pressing on and she didn't play it safe. Oh, that stuck with me. Don't play it safe, you guys. Safe is 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 like a thief of your greatness. Yes. Do not play yes. it safe. So now you you didn't play it safe. You pressed your way. You bounced back after a failure of, of failing out of nursing school. Got that past the state boards. You're operating. You're doing your nurse. You love being a nurse because I see you. I see you operating <laughs> head health fires. I, I you love being a nurse. Yes, what I do. Made you said okay. Now it's time to not play it safe again. Let me stretch yes. my soul. And become yes. author of Labels, which was one of the best books of 2018, if you haven't got it, get it. Um, what made you do that and say, oh, you know what, 
I need to write about. Well, you know, yes, well, you know, uh, writing a book is something that I've always wanted to do. And, you know, I always, I didn't view myself as an author, um, you know, because I viewed myself, I put myself in a bubble. I'm I'm a registered nurse. This is where I've accomplished. I've made it. Here I am. And God, you know, it's like something just keeps tugging at you, keeps you know, like a net, you know, just keep on tugging at you. And um, as I talk to other people, other women especially, I recognize that we, um, you know, we are, um, we limit ourselves and we, like, um, don't reach goals or reach other, um, think of ourselves as something different, you know. We kind of, you know, put ourselves in a box. And mm-hmm. so um, I, I just, I just said, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write this book, and, you know, if it helps one person, that's that's enough. And so, you know, I, I that it, and it's helped more than one person. I appreciate God yeah. for that. And it's opened up so many doors, you know, the women's groups that I'm having and, and mm-hmm. all of that. So I am um, writing the book was just another, like, opening another door of possibilities and um getting out of it's basically just getting out of the comfort zone Tanya you Mm -hmm. know uh, seeing myself as something different from what seeing myself as God saw me you know seeing yourself as enough is that what you're saying as enough I I am enough to write a book and to be able to help other people in in my words you know that God has planted something inside of me that's going to help someone else and so, yes, I am enough, sister. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. And that yes. takes me to the point because, you, like I tell you all the time, you are doing things that seasoned authors are looking at you and say, how she do that? <laughs> and honestly, I, 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 keep, I tell you all the time, it's like, okay, this is your first book? It just came out? And I'm like, it just came out in August. And you're doing some magnificent things with your book. And it's not just a book, but you know it's a message, a mandate that God has given you, particularly for women. Mm -hmm. And one of the great things, and I listen, I can't get there because most of your meetings on Tuesdays, but I'm seeing and seeing the growth in the seeds that you're planting. And one of those great things is called Women of Intent. Can you tell us about Mm -hmm. that that group? Women of Intent birthed from. Like I said, my, my passion is women. My mantle is women. And the more I talked to women, I felt like, you know, we, we are living in a society where um, the re- reality shows, they show women tearing each other apart. And, no, I said, no, they, it, it, we have to do something different. And so God put it on my heart to start having small group sessions where a group of women, whoever whoever showed up, I was watching a video and it showed women just tearing each other up. I said, no, we got to do something different. And so I got put on my heart to have these small group sessions. And I tell you, Tanya, um, lives are truly being changed in that. I want women to um, to think about the way we say speak to ourselves. 
You know, mm-hmm. the talk that we say to ourselves, it displays in our in our life. And so if we are in, and I call, we, I call it women of intent, because mm-hmm. these are women, we are women who are being intentional about transformation, intentional about growing, intentional about becoming all that God has called us to be, and intentional mm-hmm. about our purpose. And so, you know, in these small group sessions, we share, we grow, we have talk sessions to where we are very transparent about mm-hmm. the things that we are going through and we are able to just share and give each other advice and you know we have a lesson from it and I give homework assignments and they come back and say oh you yeah. stretched me with that homework assignment <laughs> and so yeah. you know that's just something that you know I really feel that you know it this is um more it's more than just women getting together and gossiping. That's not it. Yeah. We don't we don't so these we don't, are women we don't gossip. who are making <laughs> intentional transformation. Transformation, yes. One thing I see I see you know, it's one thing to see uh, gatherings and events and people just coming to things. It's another to see people growing. Um, mm-hmm. And becoming, for lack of a better word, intentional about their growth. Yeah. So we have some of your women of intent on the line. I want to bring on Miss Terry first of all, and she's going to share her experience of what. Uh, and tell us how long you have been doing these women of intent small groups. Uh, well, we started in November. Uh, it started off with just okay. once a month, and they um, they asked. They said we need to meet more than once a month. So yeah. we just recently, a couple of months ago, uh, started having bi-monthly uh, meetings. Uh, so mm-hmm. we meet on the the last uh, Sunday of the month and the second Tuesday of the month. So now we're up okay. to two uh, two times a month. Well, you see how obedience will make people crave. What you, God has put into you, and that's what it is. So let's yes. bring Miss Terry on, so she that she can share her experience. Hello, Miss Terry. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. How are you? Good evening. I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing with our audience your experience with this wonderful, wonderful Women of Intent group. Well. First of all, I won't say time. You know, we got two meetings a month, so you said you couldn't come on Tuesday, so that means Sunday's available. <laughs> Sunday's available. I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to come. Right, Sunday. Yes. I'm going to come. Now. Thank you, sis. <laughs> women but of Intent. I love Women of Intent. Um, and what's so amazing about it is that we have women from young, you know, young adults to grandmothers, mm. and we're all there to encourage each other, to motivate one another, and like it is, be intentional about making change for ourselves and encouraging our sisters to make changes for themselves. Wow. What some of the things, and, and I know uh, Vernice Michelle said it is not just an ordinary coming together thing. What have, How have you grown attending women of intent that you can like see like and it's not having has it been six months it hasn't even been six months yet has it yeah maybe uh, a little right over six months March. yeah okay yeah how have you how has your life transformed 
having a group like this, you know, when you're by yourself and you're like, okay, this is what I want to do, I'm going to make this change in my life, and you're talking to yourself and you're trying to make that effort, it's one thing. But when you can get together with other women mm-hmm. and you see their striving and you see their fight and they're encouraging you to strive and fight, it makes mm-hmm. a tremendous difference. Wow. To have somebody wow. to back you up and say you can do it and to encourage you. And, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, this is what you're trying to do. Well, here, I know somebody. Or, here, we right. can do this together. Or, how can I help you to get to your goal? Yeah. And that's what so we do. Bre- y'all breaking down stereotypes that women can't, first of all, come together. Right. And that women cannot right. encourage other women to be better without, you know, being jealous or envious. Y'all breaking down those right. things. Yeah, yeah. There's none of yes. that going on at all. Wonderful. At all. Awesome. Yeah. So now that I know Miss Terry, I'll meet on the last Sunday. I will be there. We have a, no, another one. Huh? I'm gonna be looking for you. I'm gonna come now. Now that I know, <laughs> I'm gonna come. Okay. I'm coming now. I'm gonna be a woman of a chick. Uh-huh. We got we got another one of y'all members on the line, and and Michelle. I just want to make sure uh-huh. that I wasn't reading anything, but. This her, is her name Tanya White too. It actually, it's it's, it's pronounced Tonya. But it's Tonya. Okay. Tonya White. Like, Wait yes. a minute. Is, that's close enough. We the white yes, ladies. Yes. So I'm bring, the white ladies. I'm gonna bring Tonya on to real talk with Tanya White. Hello, Miss White. Hello. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show, and. Uh, I want to know about your experience with this wonderful uh, group called Women of Intent. Um, I want to say, uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me for this. Um, I have been going through a lot of struggles, you know, Mm -hmm. with, uh, I was a hairstylist for the last 13 years, and then I was in a, I'm in a uh, factory job, which pays very well, but. Mm-hmm. Me being a creative person, you know, I'm going to say that I am an artist because I, I work very well with my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, transitioning out of that to that, I feel I felt kind of stuck, and I was needing something to help pull something else out of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, uh, she presented this session, uh, Women of Intent, the organization to me and I was like wow my auntie's doing some great by the way this is my auntie okay. <laughs> I love okay. aunties we're the best now. yes yes <laughs> go aunties <laughs> and I will say that she has inspired me as a woman to step more into my power and mm-hmm. recognize who I am and I'm seeing her doing great things and I want to you know follow suit you know so going to these classes has opened up many doors within myself, and mm-hmm. I never realized that it is very important to go within. Yes. When you go mm-hmm. within, and all the and that that going within is that light, is that source, is God, the God yes. in you, getting back to mm-hmm. that, and. Um, a lot of activities that we do in the class uh, help bring my light out. And mm-hmm. I'm always positive and all that type of thing, supportive, inspiring, motivating, all that to people, but to myself, mm-hmm. you know. 
I, I had to realize that I needed to bring that to me, you know, to mm-hmm. and be willing to receive, not only be a giver, mm-hmm. but to receive. Mm-hmm. And this class has been showing me all sorts of things about <laughs> how I how I I was I was in a place of lack. Mm-hmm. And mm. I was feeling that real, 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 real tough, like, you know, that negative self-talk. And it was in mm-hmm. the back of my mind. I'm like, no, you can't do that. No. And I'm like, why? You know, feeling mm-hmm. like I'm confined in this mm-hmm. box, but, you know, with the class activities, we do journaling. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Mm. The journaling. Promote journaling, yes. 100%. I promote journaling. Oh. It has opened. It, it's like I did. I read. You know, when I'm writing and I read back, I'm like, I didn't know I could even write. I was all of this was inside of me. I wow. Did not know mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. going. I get up. I go. I'm a doer. That's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been like that my whole life. I get up and I do mm-hmm. instead of sitting back and being still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's helping you. It being a uh, being a part of women of intent, uh, it's helped you to discover. uh, Yes. Deeper level of yourself is what I'm hearing. Mm Mhm. Yes. 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 And understanding my greatness. Mm. Mhm. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Understanding my greatness, and Mm -hmm. you know, I knew people see me as this great person, but I didn't see it. Mm Mhm. I. I see that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm a doer. This is natural for me to do. You know, I'm just doing what I normally do. Right. But I'm mm-hmm. not understanding how great that is. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. So, I was yes. myself. Yes. So it's been a little over six months, Terry, uh, Tonya. Six months from now, we'll be on on the on the cusp. Of the year 2020, mm-hmm. I still can't believe that. Um, <laughs> right. What? Crazy. And, um, being intentional about being a part of this group, participating, encouraging. Six months from now, where do you see yourself because you've been a part of this group? Tanya, you want to answer first? Okay. Oh, okay. Tell me. Okay. <laughs> um, um, six months now, I would. I I like to encourage people myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking into walking into that as well as, um, ironically, probably probably the steps a little bit and writing a book uh, mm-hmm. about. Oh, my don't presence. tell me that, Terry. Don't tell me that. Yeah, I'll yeah, hold you yeah, accountable. Yeah. She she had the book bullies her knees and ran on me. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's definitely a book in my future. Amen. Yes. One hundred. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> and and the journaling, I'm telling you, the journaling um will help you if you journal, you it it'll build your confidence that you are a writer because when, when you're trying right. to make that transformation Okay, God told me to write a book. I'm writing a book. You still have the a negative self talk. Why are you writing? Right. You're not a writer. What are you do? Exactly. But if you, if as you're journaling, it's building up your confidence as a writer. Uh, and so yes. when you come to that uh, next phase, and we have our meeting, Terry. That you know, because we're gonna start the book birthing process. 
mm-hmm. you will encourage other people to do the same. Arthur, Bernice, mm-hmm. and Michelle, six months from yes. now, y'all celebrating your year anniversary. Of yes, of yes, 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 yes. Where, where do you see yourself individually and as the the, the leader uh, and the facilitator of this powerful movement? Well, Tanya, this is really, you know, let's start off with just, you know, these small group sessions. I really believe that this is going to grow into women's conferences, women's mm. retreats, uh, you know, um, workbooks coming out of yeah. this, you know, um, more um, education or self-love, you know, self being intentional. Um, I yeah. see so much coming from this, you know, um, from the group. You know the conferences, the retreats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see that coming just from and evolving and growing and more women, um, because there are women out there who are being intentional, and yes. sometimes they they're going through it by themselves. And so when yes. we attach on to another woman who's being intentional, they kind of can catapult us to the mm-hmm. next level faster than what we expected. And so if we're if we if we as women are open to the process, yes. open to the process and allow God to, and be, cause you have to be vulnerable because we have to let go of those past hurts. You know, I don't like women. You know, we get, oh, we have women who say that I don't, I don't deal with women. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I want to break that barrier to where mm-hmm. we are dealing with each other in an intimate level and we are accelerating and, and growing. And so in six months, I see this as, Something to where you know webinars are coming up, and, and not just here locally in mm-hmm. Louisville. You know where we have, we have. I love the in-person meetings. I do. I love. I love to touch and hug, and you know. I said, but I I know that there are women in in across the, the United States that are being intentional, and that you know across the world that are being intentional, and so but they just need that that group setting. And so, you know, I see webinars, I see, you know, those things coming from this group. And for me personally, I'm just open, Tanya. I'm going to use my voice. You know, um, a podcast is coming into into the near future. Um, It's something that actually Tonya and I are working on, a podcast, uh, Mm -hmm. and putting that out there and just talking about realistic subjects that we as women go through, you know, the thoughts yes. that we have that kind of stunt our growth. You know, I'm really about growing women. You know, I, we play, and I, and I'm, I call, call myself self the seed planter. I'm just throwing seeds yes. out there, throwing yes. seeds, mm-hmm. and, you know, and just allowing God to water it, but the women have to be open, you know, yes. and so that's what, you know, yes. God to send women that are ready ready, willing, and able to, to be intentional about their transformation and, 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 and allowing in their vulnerability, allowing the healing to take place. And so, you know, podcasts, other books are coming out uh-huh. of me, yes. And so um, I, I'm, I'm excited about the future, and I'm excited about everyone that I come in contact because I, I just I, I define – Myself, someone asked me to define myself, and I define myself as a positive force of energy. And so, yes. with that being a, with me being a positive force of energy, you know, I'm a light. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attract, I'm gonna attract, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna push you, I'm gonna push you to grow because right. I, I'm growing. And when, and when, and when you, you a person to grow is you, 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 you want others to grow. 
you know, that they have to be open to it. And so that's that, that's why I see, I think I went more than what your question asked. But, yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. But, but, you know, I, I see myself, you know, podcasts coming soon within yeah. in the near, near future podcasts. Uh, you know that women of ten, whatever you know, transformation and growing um, in that, and allowing just talking about different subjects that uh, pertain to us women that are in transformation. Really. Uh, now tell us again. It's uh, women of intent meet twice a month now. Uh, yes, and twice. Tell a month. us when and where, and how, uh, uh, and give us your information, Michelle. How we can get labels. Okay, um, I do have a website, www.vernicemichelle.com, and you can um, get a copy of my book there. I do have T-shirts coming, uh, uh, labels belong on clothing, not on me, T-shirts. Um, and also for the Women of Intent group, we meet every second Tuesday at 630 and every fourth Sunday at 5.30, and the address is 822 East Broadway. And uh, if you want to get connected with that, I'm on Facebook, Vernice Michelle, um, and I also have an author page, Arthur Vernice Michelle, and connect with me on Facebook. I mean, I really um, love to pour into other women and encourage you. You might get mad at me because I'll keep pushing you, but I don't care. It's okay. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> I'll push you. I'll push you into your yes, she even does. You don't, you yeah. don't feel like that. You even though you don't feel like that, you you are there. I will. I will get on your nerves about it, but you know it's all for the good. Because you know, I feel like that. You know, I feel like that. I am, uh, you know, I, I'm a nurse by trade. You know, helping heal right. people. You know, by my profession. But I feel like that our souls need to be healed, and we just yeah. need someone to be the midwife for our Woo! soul. And Absolutely. so, you know, I feel like that. that well, yes, the midwife for your soul. I'm gonna help you push. Let's yeah. get it. Well, I thank you for I all like that you're that. doing. Uh, all the women, I see the growth. I see it. I see it. Uh, and I'm just looking forward, Miss Terry. Listen, I'm I'm gonna give you. I'm give you to about yes. October. Yeah, she and then I will reach out about that book. In fact, I have a, I have a, I have a free webinar this Thursday. That's dealing with this fire. I know, office. and I'm gonna be out of town. I saw that. I wanted to be uh, participate in that, and I'll be out of town with a work conference. Well, listen, it, I will send you the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But, yes, it will be. I thank you. I thank y'all for all that y'all doing and growing and being women who are intentionally making transformations in their life uh, because it's not only bettering your life but those who are connected to you. So thank you. Continue yes. to push. Continue to grow. And I will see y'all at the last Sunday of the month. All right? Yes, yes. Thank you, Tanya, for allow allow me to be the first guest back on your from your break. I count that as an honor. So thank you so much. Thank you for agreeing. Y'all have a blessed night, okay? Y'all yeah, right, you too. Thank you. All right. If you're just joining Real Talk with Tanya White, we just got off the phone with three ladies who are making unstoppable and unprecedented moves in business and life by being a part of the Women of Intent group. They are growing 
Vernice, Arthur Vernice Michelle is planting seeds. And listen, I have three young ladies on the phone right now. Listen, I love being inspired and inspiring people. But these young ladies, listen, I see what they're doing individually in their businesses. And then when sisters can come together and birth something magnificent, ooh, that just makes my soul leap. And so I have three ladies, they call themselves Mother Hustlers. I wish I had some intro music for them. Uh, but we're going to bring them on. I'm going to bring on the first, uh, let me see who it is. And, I, ladies, I probably won't go the way I so, said it. But let me bring on the first. I think this is Miss Crystal. Um, and Miss Crystal, she has a store called A Dollary Boutique. If you ain't got anything from her, I don't know what you're being. You need to find yourself. Get your life because her stuff is fabulous. So I'd like to welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White Show for the first time, Miss Crystal. Hi, Miss Crystal. Hi, Miss Tanya. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank y'all for coming on this show um, and doing what y'all do. You all, all I tell y'all, tell me y'all inspire me. Y'all setting a new blueprint in this city for collaboration. We're going to talk about that. But tell our audience who you are and what a dollary Boutique, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, hi, everyone. My name is Crystal Ray. Um, I am the founder and owner and operator of A Dollary Boutique. Um, I've been in business for two years. Um, my um, two-year anniversary was actually last weekend. Oh, the Yay. weekend before that, I'm sorry. I'm happy about that. Um, I'm located on um, at 8118 Preston Highway, Suite 200. Um, so a dollar boutique is a women's accessory boutique. Um, I also carry um, like little diva, like little girls' um, accessories also. So really yeah. I'm just anything you can accessorize with, like from sunglasses, earrings, bracelets, all the way down to toe rings. So like anything you can think of. I can get it, or I have it. So you said you only been in business. Listen, y'all, audience, if you all meet her and see her shop, you would think she'd been in for 10 years. How I mean, you got great inventory. You are, your customer service is impeccable. Um, and plus, you, you make people look cute now. And you make, because my niece is still wearing her fanny pack, Miss Jackson. She loves that pack. But I have been doing this for like nine, almost ten years. I just okay. been in my store, brick and mortar for two. But I literally started in my trunk, out of a duffel bag, selling accessories at my old, 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 old job. Oh my goodness! So you was you literally <laughs> secured the literally. bag and was securing money. That's okay. So you only been in your brick and mortar store. For two years, but yes, now that makes sense because everything. I mean, you have some great stuff. Now, what prompted you to get into the business of selling accessories? So it's a long story, but I'm gonna cut it short. So I was working at a nursing home years ago, and I mean, I've always been into like fashion and like mm-hmm. accessorizing, like color coordinated all the time, like in high school and stuff. So I always wore, like, jewelry, and I was always into, like, the chunky pieces and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I never thought to sell it when I was back then. But I was going into work to get my paycheck. And, like, and so um, 
I had on like this big pearl necklace on, and like everybody was just kept on asking about like, where you get that? Where you get that? So I was like, so I got, I got home. I'm just like. Oh my God! Like everybody's really loving that necklace. So I mean, I mm-hmm. literally just sat down and thought about some stuff. And I was like, let me see something. So I've literally just got on Google. Like I'm gonna try something. So I just literally Google some stuff and just was looking and browsing. I was like, um, oh, I'm gonna place an order and okay. tried it. And here I am, nine years later. Nine years later. Wow. So you took what something that you love to do, turned it into um, something that you love to do, <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. You make other people yes. look pretty. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So you ha- you are part of the Mother Hustle movement with two other young ladies. Um, who and I'm gonna bring on Miss Vanessa, and she's gonna tell us about her individual business, and then we're gonna talk about this Mother Hustler. Moment. Hey, Miss Vanessa. Hello. Hi, Miss Tanya. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for being on Real Talk with Tanya White. And if my audience, if you don't know, Miss Vanessa is the shoe god fairy. She has exotic structures, shoes, tennis shoes, heels, everything. Tell us, Miss Vanessa. Thank you. Thank you. How did you get into your business with these fabulous uh, shoes? Well. Um, I've always kind of been like, I don't know, I've always been like a fashion type person also. Like, you know, I've always been the person to kind of dress different. Um, always kind of have the stylish kind of stuff on, you know what I'm saying? I always kind of like what you got on, what you know. I, I was just always that person that kind of like, you know, wanted to look different and either have, you know, different, like flashy kind of things. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just like clothes. I like shoes. You know, I just I just like to dress up. So, I've, I've done that since high school anyway. So, it's just always been a type of thing that I had. I always said, hey, I'm going to be a nurse. I want to do this. But I'm all, I want to be fashion. I want to have a store. I'm going to have shoes. I just always felt like that, you know. So, um as I moved to Louisville, Kentucky, you know, um, I'm, of course, I'm a single mother of four, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I was here. I'm a medical assistant. I was working in the hospitals and stuff. And um, I actually uh, bumped into a dollarie, and she sells okay. jewelry and stuff, you know. So that kind of motivated me a little bit. I just had to kind of see how things kind of been. I just I put in there. My brother motivated me a lot, you know, hands down, you know, got me where I needed to be. And I'm, I just feel like I'm at where God wanted me to be at right now. I'm, I'm living it. You and you are living it. Y'all are living it. So your shoes are amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're, you. The, you're a single you. mother of four. Uh, Crystal, yes, ma'am. you're a mom too, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. You're you're not you're single Pray. mother. Or you married? Yes, I'm. I'm sorry, my phone was on mute. <laughs> yes, I have two kids. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So y'all out here doing the doggone thing as mothers. Uh, taking care of kids and you still have time to live your life with purpose and uh, passion. So what, what advice could you give a a, a mother uh, who is like, Oh, I know I want to, I want to be a business owner. I got this business idea, but I can't do it because I'm, I'm a single mother and I can't do it. Uh, What advice would you give them to push and pass? of saying that they can't to doing what they have dreamed about doing. But my you first thing. Yeah. You can well, my first you can definitely definitely do it. Like people hold on to ideas and 
stuck in their head for years and years and years, and they never. I mean, and then when they when they finally decide, oh, okay, maybe I'm gonna do it this year, I'm gonna do it this year, and then somebody that already did did it, jumped in front and did the same thing they were thinking about, and then they mm-hmm. even feel more right. scared because they're like, oh man, but that's what I've been thinking about for like seven years now. But oh, seven wow. years ago, you just would have done it without thinking, oh, because she feels that she feels that. Well, I, I, if I come out, nobody's gonna buy nothing from me because that's, she's already got the store, she's already selling that. I mean, that's what people. I I try to tell people that. All the time, like I had multiple friends that didn't want to do it because of somebody else is doing that, and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you can't. It doesn't matter. They have their own set of customers, and you're gonna grow and have your own set of customers. So it doesn't Absolutely. matter. Just do it. Now, um, one of the things, one of the things I would actually first also, what I'll agree with you also, Crystal. I would also though first, is any single mother, any mother out here that actually wants to start a business, anything, I I would say at first. Make sure whatever you want to start your business in, make sure it's your passion. Make sure it's mm-hmm. something that you really Definitely. love to do, something you're interested in. Because, I mean, you have to think that you have to put, you're putting every all into it, baby. It's just like your family, your kids. You're putting all your sweat, time, your future, your money. Like, we're out here, we're working nine-to-five jobs, full-time moms. We're actually mm-hmm. out here running business. We stay at events. We stay motivated. Yes. So you have yes, to ask, I do. ask yourself, is this something that I really <laughs> want to do? You know, so... That would be first, I would say. Make sure it's something that you actually want to do. Um, make sure it's your passion and stick to it. And then, like like Crystal say, you know what I'm saying? Every, it's a, enough money out here for everyone. So yeah. get it, get it, get it. Secure <laughs> that money. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I love the fact in uh, – Miss Christy, uh, she hasn't come on yet, but I love the fact – and not only do all three of you have your own individual businesses, but you all doing something now, uh, collaborating uh, together with this mother hustle movement. Definitely. Can y'all explain how that came about and what the purpose of that? Because I love it. I love it. I think more, not just women, but businesses in general in Louisville should do more collaborative uh, movements. So t- tell us, tell our audience about your mother. Your mother hustler. Right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, actually it all started from my prom giveaway that I did last year. So mm-hmm. um I started again this year, um and Vanessa and Christy joined in on it with me. Mm-hmm. So we kinda like uh, it started out we just we was doing a prom giveaway. I was doing the accessories and um Vanessa was doing the shoes and Craig Carsey was on the hair and the um lashes and the um what else was she doing? Her lashes, I think it's it. But anyways, we just like started like a little Facebook messenger and started, you know, talking about it and you know what we was gonna do and we shared it for about a month and basically we was communicating in the group and then we just decided. To, I don't even know. I think mean, Vanessa, I don't even know how we came about doing the mother hustler. Um, uh, uh, I really don't. Basically came up with the idea saying like like kinda like, you know, let's all get together, you know, kinda thank and I think uh Christy was like, um, you know, well let's really kinda come up with something like, you know, mother something or you know, 'cause we're all three mothers like we talked about earlier, all out here, you know, hustling and, you know, doing what mm-hmm. we have to do to be, you know what I'm saying, business owners or whatever and doing it at the same time. So it's kinda like more of a like just a collaboration and, you know, getting it done. <laughs> getting it done. Definitely. And y'all getting it done. And like I said, y'all may not see it, but just y'all effort and what y'all doing to collaborate as women um, is very inspiring. Now, y'all just had one of y'all first events, right, Uh, a couple of weeks ago, the SIP um, 
the pain. The mother has to Yeah, pain should stop him. Um, no. Stop now, was that yeah. <laughs> your first event together as Mother Hustle Movement? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and that was, listen, if you missed it, it was a, a great Thank attendance from, from what I saw. We got some painters in Louisville. Um, and then the vendors that they had were amazing. And so for y'all first thing, I know I know things uh, from the planning perspective, sometimes things don't go uh, always according to plan, but... It was very uh, wonderfully attended, and I had a good time while I was there. So, well, I'm glad what, you <laughs> what could you tell people, not only as business owners, but now you're working uh, as a collective group, doing collaborations with other women? What's the one thing that uh, is a benefit of working as a group to put something on as opposed to working solo? Um, Go ahead, well, the um, so you said the difference between working as a group and working solo. Mm-hmm. Putting um, on an event. Oh, an event. Okay. So like, you have ideas coming from like say it was, it was all three of us. So we had ideas coming from three different angles to collaborate on one big event. You know, so I think you know when you when you work together, you know, like the teamwork makes the dream work. So. Three ideas is better than one, always to me, you know, more the merrier. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes you know, you're, on your own, you're trying to figure out things, and it's like, well, I just can't figure it out. But then when you bring your ideas to someone else, and it's like, oh, well, I didn't think of it that way, you know. So right. I just think, you know, sometimes it's, it's you know, it's, it's all cool and dandy to do stuff on your own, but, you know, when you get, when you get like, stuck against the wall, up against the hard place, like, I just feel like, you know, when you – can come to someone with an idea, you know, they're not going to run with it. And you're, like they want to help you, they can help you, you know, it's just better. I feel like it's, it's you know, it's, it's a great thing to collaborate when you can come to someone, you know, kind of, and bring the event as well. It kind of reminds you of like when they say, um, you know how they say it takes a village to raise a child? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of reminds you like that with the business because you got to think, like Kristen said, it takes, sometimes it takes more than one head. It's always best to collaborate that's different ideas that you can come up with different things. It's always just different. Like I said, it's always me and Chris was kind of always collaborated in different things. Mm-hmm. She's always kind of yeah. been a little crush for me a little bit. I always appreciate her. She's definitely a lady who would definitely collab and definitely reach out and help you and get everything you need. So. Yes, I love what you said. You are y'all are, y'all are always networking, always getting your business out there. Y'all are doing phenomenal. Um, just phenomenal Thank things you. that I see, and uh, I'm inspired mm-hmm. by you all. Uh, what is your next event as a mother? <laughs> we're well, actually, we're actually, we, we, okay, we're not, we're not, we're going to hold out on telling the official date, but just stay tuned. It's actually coming up, and we're going to be coming up with some type of brunch. Um, you want to okay. go ahead and tell them a little bit about it, Crane? Yeah, so um, we, we were thinking about what well, we are going to do. We're not thinking about it. We are. I already thought about it. We're going to do it. Um, a mother hustler brunch. Uh-huh. So we're going to have um, basically a brunch and a panel. You know, we're going to bring in uh, other mothers, mm-hmm. business owners, and um, yeah, throw a brunch and 
have vendors, have good, good catered food, and just have a good time and just talk about, bring ideas to the table of how to keep going. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people get discouraged, you know, just motivate each other and mothers and women as, you know, trying to hustle, I mean, trying to um, juggle being yes. a mother and then being a business owner. Because sometimes a lot of people I, I talk to, they feel kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, kind of like, Bad, not bad, but I can't think of the right word that I'm trying to look for. But like, oh, I'm I'm always at work, or yeah. me sometimes I feel like I'm always at work. I'm always doing an event every weekend, and then I have kids. But my kids are yeah. older, you know. When that's my kids are about the same age, so you know, I ask my kids, "Y'all want to come with me? I want to come with you." Like, no, yes, it's a family me. affair. So, so like, no, so it's you know, it's just it's kind of hard for. Um, you know, other mothers like like I don't get discouraged. You know, my kids, you know, they know what's up, and you know, they they help me out in all the ways they can. So, you know, I just feel like that that's a big part of it. Like being a mother and trying to run a business is very challenging for some people because everybody don't have the support system that yeah. others have. You know, the support system is what really holds the pudding of the you know the whole whole base. Because if you don't have a support system, you really can't run your business if you have kids. Yeah. It's kind of really hard because, you know, you don't want so, to be you know, using your kids. Like, I'm always at work mom. We don't never do that. But, you know, it, it so went down if you have Y'all kids. have this mother hustle, and you just brought up an excellent point, and our time is running out. But you said most women, most mothers probably feel regret because they're always yeah. doing, especially if they work a full-time job yep. and they're trying to do a business. And it's like, when do I have time to spend my kids? You know, make it a family fair. So yeah, I see uh, uh, the mother's husband uh, family night out or something <laughs> in the summer. Y'all have a party. <laughs> Y'all do it because you so it's so true. You gotta get them kids to understand. Okay, this is a family thing. Um, mama's doing this because I'm trying to make it a better future. But you all can participate. So come on, yeah. Well, you help me set yeah, up. <laughs> We've already motivated our little ones. They've already started their little business. So yes, we definitely got an eye in uh, Zai actually working on their stuff. So they've been well, setting up an event. So I can say, yeah. hey, they have that's on the event. Well, their second event is on June eighth. Yeah. Second, our daughter's they're starting their little business up. <laughs> it's, so yeah, the event, the kidpreneurs. That's you all. Well, we're going yeah, to well, do I, uh, I one of the events there. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, listen, ladies, I'm so glad y'all came on. Tell tell our audience, Crystal, you start. Tell them how they can stay connected with you on social media. Okay, definitely. So um, my face, I mean, my social media handles are a dollary boutique, Facebook, Instagram, a dollary underscore boutique underscore. And yeah, those are my two. Oh, I have a website too, www.dollary.com. Um, y'all can Google me now. I'm on the Google Maps. I finally figured right. out how to get it out right. today. So I'm on the Google Maps. Y'all can uh, Google me, and it'll tell you that's where I'm at. I'm Preston Highway, so it's 8118 Preston Highway, Suite 200. And, yeah, y'all come check me out. Y'all better go get some of her cute stuff so y'all can look <laughs> cute. Miss Vanessa, <laughs> tell our audience how they can stay connected to you and get them cute first shoes that you got. You got tennis shoes and all, too. They got it. You got the whole game. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> you guys can um, find Exotic Strut on Instagram, Exotic underscore Strut, Facebook, Exotic Strut, or just call 502 509 9399. Yes. Right, you tell me, baby. 
Y'all ladies are doing a doggone thing. Miss Vanessa, you know you tell my boy I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> I sure will. I sure will. Miss White said hello. Uh, I love you ladies. I'm always inspired. Your next event, keep me in the loop because I'm going to be there to support y'all and I'm going to be sharing everything that y'all do. All right? Thank you so much. So we appreciate much. you for having us. All right. Thank you. Y'all have a great night. Listen, real talk you with too. Tanya White. You have no excuse. We've had five ladies on, mothers, doing unstoppable, unprecedented things in business and in life. And we're going to take a short break, and we have uh, our last guest coming on. She's going to tell you, look, how she went from high school dropout to getting ready to graduate with her Master of Divinity degree in about four minutes. We're going to be back, and we're going to close out the show with another unstoppable mother who is making moves.
if you really believe it. Hallelujah. I don't care what you've gone through, what uh, barriers are in your way. If God wants you to be something, he's going to make it that you be that. And that is what happened to our last guest. We're talking about mothers who are making unstoppable and unprecedented moves in business and in life. And our last guest, Pastor Anetra Jones, is one of those testimonies about being not only a mother, but dropping out of high school and having to get to where she needs to get to to become almost, well, she's a graduate. It's already done, just two weeks. Uh, Graduating with her Master of Divinity degree. So welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. For the first time, Pastor Jones, how are you? I am doing well, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. Wow, well, thank you for being a part. When I was playing this show, I was like, I need one more guest. And then I saw where you uh, shared your testimony about uh, going from being a high school dropout to get your Master of Divinity degree. And, and is it next week? You yeah, my, um, grad- my graduation is on the 19th. I actually completed all of my studies in December but I have oh, to wait till May to walk. So it's been a done deal. I'm just waiting to get my paper that I've worked hard for. That's right. Get the pa- that paper is very important because <laughs> you can go through all yes, the late nights and study it all night. Not to get the paper. Get the paper so you can just look at the wall and say thank you, Jesus. So tell us our audience who you are, and then you're going to share your testimony. And they're going to find out why you are a mother who is making unstoppable and unprecedented moves. Amen. Well, um, I am Anetra Jones. I currently serve as the senior pastor of Cook Memorial United Methodist Church, which is located in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, Born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, But I did live in Salinas, California from age 2 to 15. So a lot of my testimony begins um, in Salinas, um, which is where I lived when I entered into um, a life of a crime, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, Started selling dope at age 13 Mm -hmm. and um, moved back to Louisville at age 15. Um, continued selling dope, but um, was going to school. But the schools in Louisville were so much slower um, mm-hmm. than the schools in California. Mm-hmm. So kind of lost interest. Um, ended up getting into it with the principal <laughs> in 10th grade. Uh, got suspended 10 days to the board. Never went back to school, and the school did not come looking for me either. Lord, um, have mercy. And you, just, uh, you just started yeah. whole, You just said something. That's a good one right there. Right, they never right. Looking so, for you either. Listen, they ain't come looking for me either. They didn't miss me. They didn't miss mm-hmm. me. I was 16, and they mm-hmm. did not miss me. Um, and so, you know, but the streets provided more of um, more of a challenge. And mm-hmm. so um, I was in the streets basically hustling um, for, mm-hmm. for all of my teenage years. Um and I ended up catching a felony at age 16, uh, a drug trafficking charge. Caught another one at age 17. Mm-hmm. Became a teenage mother. Mm-hmm. But at age, at age, um, so after I dropped out, I ended up going. Um, I lived in Park Hill at the time, and I would walk down to the corner 
um, where McFerrin Elementary is at on the other side of McFerrin on the 13th Street side, the 12th Street side, they yeah. had adult education classes. Um, and so I would walk down with my sack in my pocket, probably weed in my pocket, but I would go and I would attend GED classes because mm-hmm. although I was in the streets, I always knew that I was too smart to not be getting some type of um you know, a GED or a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget when I first went, um, the lady says, well, you you know, you're only 16. You're really still young enough to go back to school. And I said, ma'am, if you don't let me in this program, I will probably never get my uh, diploma. Mm-hmm. So she let me in the program, and I finished, uh, got my GED. I actually finished my GED June of 98, had I stayed in school, I would have graduated class of 99. Um, oh, so I wow. still ended up with my GED, GED a year earlier than I would have finished a uh, completed high school. Um, and mm-hmm. then I went right into um, uh, a program at Sullivan University. So although I had a life in the beginning where I was in the streets, I still always knew that I was very smart and that I was mm-hmm. capable of so much more than what I was living up to being. Wow. Um, but it took for me to get pregnant and have my daughter, and there's something about when you look at your baby, you want so much more for your child. Yes, um, yes. And it was then when I started going to church, mm-hmm. and I prayed a prayer. Um, and I tell people this. I've, I've, taught, I've said it in a couple of sermons, you know, sitting at my table, um, with a blunt in one hand and a Bible in the other. Mm. And I prayed a prayer, mm. and I asked God. I came across a scripture in Ezekiel 36, and I asked God, I said, God, you said right here in your word that you would take away my heart of stone, you'd give me a heart of flesh, and you'd cause me to serve you. And I said, God, I don't know nothing but the streets. I don't know, mm. I don't know nothing but how, but the streets, how to sell dope, how to go to the clubs, how to smoke weed, but I don't mm-hmm. want to go to hell. Why? And I know I'm capable of so much more. And so I prayed and I said, God, take away my heart of stone. Give me a heart of flesh. Cause me to serve you. And, God, would you please just change me into one of those women that gets up on a Sunday morning and takes her daughter to church? Amen. This and is that your was prayer. prayer. Because you looked at your baby and said, I wanted more for her. And you always knew that I wanted you, more. You, you, you were destined for more, but just looking at that baby. So, wow, you have said a, a mouthful um, <laughs> and have captivated. I mean, because for, for people to know you uh, through social media and they know you of what you're doing and you share a lot, um, that is that is powerful how you can go from knowing you like, look, you better let me in this program. And that's something that makes us unstoppable when you stand firm on what you already know. Listen, I already know that if you let me in here, I'm not going to finish it. So I need you to let me in here. Man, it's going to be a wrap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I need to, and you finish a year earlier. So you're 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 finished. You said you uh, went to Sullivan. How did you get on the path to going to seminary? Yeah, so that was a long, drawn out path. I know a lot of people look at my life 
and they think as if I changed overnight, um, mm-hmm. and, and it did not. You know, it took some time, right? The Bible says that the, let the word have its perfect work. So, like, it took the word some time, but the word eventually worked some things into my life. And um, I had to I had to go through a lot. So mm-hmm. I went through um, losing uh, my oldest sister, ended up going to federal penitentiary, serving over 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, my mm-hmm. middle sister lost her life. She was shot in the West End. Went through 18 months of suffering, over 30 surgeries. Went from a size 14 to a size zero on her deathbed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took for me to go through all of that because even when I was at Sullivan, I was still hustling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, it took time, mm-hmm. but it took for me to lose just about everybody that was important to me, which wow. were my two sisters. And I mm-hmm. found myself with nobody, basically, nobody but God. Um, mm-hmm. Even having had in, uh, having uh, got married, got into church, got into church, um, so when my sister died, I stood up at her funeral, and I said, I'm going to serve God or I'm going to die trying. Mm-hmm. And that it was at that point in 2009, that's when I stopped going to the clubs. That's mm-hmm. when I stopped smoking weed. That's when I stopped mm-hmm. uh, selling weed. I stopped everything, 2009. And I said, God, I'm giving you, like, all of me because mm-hmm. if I keep playing with this thing, if I keep being lukewarm, if I keep having one foot in the church and one foot in the street, I mm-hmm. knew it would just be a matter of time before I would end up uh, laying next to either one of my sisters. I'm either going right. to be in penitentiary or I'm going to be dead. There's no mm-hmm. middle ground, right? There's no middle ground. So, yes. no. So, um, so I just, I went to church. I just started, I, I went to church so much. I From the morning time, I would wake up and I'd have the word uh, in my ears when I had a small MP3 player and it mm-hmm. was packed with a whole bunch of sermons. And so I would listen to the word from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. Every day that, uh, that the uh, doors of the church were open, I would just go to church. And I remember hearing my pastor, he would say, Netra, I don't care. What you have going on, I don't care where, you know, I don't care if you smoked weed. Like, I don't care whose bed you woke up in. He mm-hmm. said, no matter what you do, I need you to get to church because this is going to take, the, it's going to take the word of God, right? Because mm-hmm. the word of God is quick, it's living, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. He said, the word of God is going to cut everything out of you that don't need to be there, but it's also going to place everything on the inside of you that needs to be there. And I believe yeah. my pastor. Mm-hmm. And so I came to church, and um, eventually God just began to shift everything in my life. I lost all my friends. I lost mm-hmm. my husband because I had to either choose God or choose them. And um, and so I ended up going back. I finished my bachelor's degree, and um, I kind of began to sense a call to preach, but I really wasn't sure what that was supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And so I prayed about it. I didn't have the courage to tell my pastor that I thought I was called. Mm -hmm. And then one day after all night prayer, he woke up and he said, you know, Anetra, we're having a women's uh, conference coming up. He said, I was in prayer and I believe that you're to be one of the women to preach. And I was like, wow, like, okay, God. And when I preached, I knew then that like, this is what I was born to do. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but it still took a while for me to get to the point of going to seminary because even though this specific church affirmed that I was called to preach, they did not support me going to seminary. Right. Right. And so sometimes people do want to keep us in a box that's just small enough for them to control us, right? Small enough for them to contain us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Anetra couldn't even get to the next step in God until Anetra was willing to step out of that box and disappoint the people that she looked up to. And so. Oh, my God. Sometimes you got to disappoint the people who you look up to because you you got to step out of that box uh, and do what God's called you to do. Listen, I'm going to need y'all let that marinate, and I'm going to need y'all to go back and replay that because you didn't say a whole world-changing line. You've got to be willing. And because because Tanya – Yes, and because, see, as we mature, right, because when we're immature in Christ, sometimes we're not sure, we're not sure if it's God that's speaking. And so we go to our mentors and to our elders for confirmation. But there will come a time when God (laughs) speaks something to you and you feel it so deep in your belly and you go to your mentor, and they contradict what you know well, God told you. And that's where you come to the then. fork in the road where you got to believe God for yourself, where you right. got to take a chance to say, but I know what God told me. Yes. And I know, and I know God wanted me to go to seminary. Mm. And I really didn't know what that was going to look like. Um. And so I joined Kingdom Fellowship, and I was Mm -hmm. broken, and I was wounded. I felt Mm -hmm. separated from my church community that that ushered me, that got me out of the streets. Like, this is the place where I learned about God, where I learned how to serve God, where I learned how to hear God's voice. This is the place where I learned how to dress. These were Mm -hmm. the people that nurtured me and ushered me out of darkness into God's marvelous light, but but they could only usher me so far. So I joined Kingdom Fellowship, broken, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. every week Pastor Tim preached, he was preaching to my purpose. Every week he preached, it's like I entered Kingdom Fellowship like the woman that was bent over. And every Sunday, every Sunday, that word was straightening my back up just a little mm. straighter every Sunday. And eventually um, I scheduled a meeting with Pastor Tim, and I said, you know, I've been wanting to go to seminary for a long time, but I have been rejected. I said, but it will not leave me. I feel like I must go, and I will never forget. I'm, I'm new to kingdom. And he mm-hmm. says, Anetra, if God is telling you to go to seminary, you cannot not go. You mm. need to go and let me know how can the church support you? What do you need from us? And I will never forget his words. Pastor Tim said, and don't stop at your masters if you don't have to. Anetra, go all the way. <laughs> go all the way. <laughs> he said, go all Unstoppable. the way. Unstoppable. <laughs> that, that's a lot now for the girl that's from the, uh, Park Hill Housing Projects, 13th and Hill, that was yeah. a 10th grade dropout with two with three felonies at the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. 
And wow. so I signed up. I I I I uh, began applying to seminary, and I almost missed the deadline. But that same year, we got a hailstorm. Mm-hmm. And something happened, and because of the hailstorm, they extended the deadline an additional week. <laughs> something happened. <laughs> Gave me just enough time to answer all my essay questions because the enemy attacked my house that week. Mm. Enemy literally attacked my child. So I mm. had to put those questions to the side, but then they ended up extending the deadline another week. Mm. Got so I get everything in, and it's like the last day before they, you know, give their final acceptances. Mm-hmm. And I get an email, and it wasn't an acceptance email. Mm-hmm. It was an email that said we ran your background, and you got a felony, and you never mentioned your felony, and so we need you to explain the felony. Mm. Mm. I'm like, Lord. So I explain the felony. It's on a Friday. I send my email back. I'm explaining the felony. And I will never forget, bright and early on a Monday morning, I got my acceptance letter. Mm. <laughs> and that was how God turned it. Turned it. Oh, he just wanted you to be truthful. <laughs> God did that. God did that. God did yeah. it with the hellstorm. God, God did it with everything. My goodness. Yeah. Woo. So that that that's why you are unstoppable, because you didn't let <laughs> circumstances, uh, your own sabotage, uh, uh, people yeah. you went to, uh, in, in, at, at, to get, you know, advice from, uh, but they contradicted what God was telling you in your spirit. You yeah. had to be willing to disappoint the people who you looked up to. Had to go to yeah. a new place broken, but you had to be yeah. just so broken that you like, look, I need something. And you came every week to hear that word. And God set you yeah. under a leader who not only told you to go to seminary, but don't stop until you yeah, go all, go the, all way. the way. That's why you are So that means I'm not done. <laughs> you're not, no, you're not done. Because there's nothing to stop for you. Until you become a doctor. Jones, Amen. Listen, Amen. Listen, that, our time has gone, but your your story is so captivating and powerful. Thank that you. Now I know why God said, oh, you got to reach out to her because you are the epitome of unstoppability and the epitome of doing things that are unprecedented. Um, and I, 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 I've got to. Lord, I know the Lord going to give me a show to have you back, uh, but tell Amen. people how they can stay connected to you and what, uh, if you have any ministry uh, events coming up, uh, that that women, because uh, I know women will benefit because there's nothing like a woman encouraging another woman who has not been encouraged herself to encourage somebody to keep on going, and that's the powerful thing about it. How can people... Uh, stay in contact with you, and what 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 does God have for uh, you next? Well, um, so I am actually I'm I'll be moving to a larger church to serve on a ministry team uh, as associate pastor um, at St. Andrews UMC, which is actually in West Lafayette, Indiana. 
So I'll be okay. moving away from the Louisville okay. area here soon. Um, actually, July 1st, my job begins there. But I am on Facebook under Anetra Jones. Um, and then I do have a group that I um, – right now it has like 144 women. It's on mm-hmm. Facebook. It's called Journey to Becoming the Person of Your Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a book study that ended about two months ago, but I'll be doing some other studies coming up, uh, just trying to help women get from a place from where they feel stuck to a place mm-hmm. where they feel free, where they are operating in their passion. So I'll be doing some different things through that through that group and launching um, a website soon. So right mm-hmm. now they can follow me at Anetra Jones on Facebook, or and they can join the group Journey to Becoming the Person of Your Dreams. Wow. Is there any books from you that God's going to birth? Is that in the works? There are several. I have got to, I, I got to get out of my comfort zone. I know there are people that keep pushing me, that keep saying, when are you going to write the book, sis? Well, when are you going to write the book? And there will be a I'm book a, I'm coming. A, I'm, I'm a book pusher, so I know this is why God had you on the show, <laughs> so I can hear your story first and, and it connect with my spirit. And not only do I see a book, I see movies just with your story of how you said you, I mean, you were selling drugs and coming from California. And you dropped out not because you you couldn't do the work, because you said it wasn't challenging. And that speaks to the educational system. And you also said that they didn't come looking for you. Also speaks to the educational system. Right. um, And I've been doing some work around uh, school to prison. the school-to-prison pipeline and looking at the ways that our educational system pushes out black and brown girls into the streets. And so I've been doing some work around that Mm. um, as well. So there will be more to come in that area as well. Wow. Maybe you need to go to the school systems and speak on that Uh, because you've lived it. Amen. You've lived it. Oh, my goodness. Powerful. Awesome. And I did not know that we were uh, connected. Your family, um, I grew up in Friendship Baptist Church with uh, Miss Deborah. Oh, yes. Edmund. Yeah, we was a uh, yeah, so church Deborah, that's, family. That's my mama's sister. Yeah. Okay, okay yes, yes. So um, Me and Ebony are first cousins. Yes. Okay, yes. Our families were working together. For years at Friendship, the old Friendship on Twelfth and Zane. So when I saw oh, so, her, yeah, so yeah, so you know my mama. <laughs> okay, who's your mama? My mom is Annette Jones. Oh, yep. Which is Deborah's yep. sister. So my yep. mom used to sing in the Sunshine Choir and uh, all of now that. Now you didn't, you didn't gone back. You didn't gone way back now. <laughs> Not the Twelfth. Yeah, Church. my yeah. That's that's that. Zane Friendship. Yes. 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 My, it is a small world, small world. It but, is. Um, definitely, definitely. You are a powerful sister. Continue to be unstoppable. Do unprecedented Thank you. things. And much luck in Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, that's just a yeah. hard skip and a jump from Louisville. Mm-hmm. So um, just continue. And as Pastor Tim told you, go all the way. Uh, Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Tanya. Yes, thank you for being on the show. I will stay connected because now that I've heard the story, I'm being a seed and so the Lord can make time and make resources for you to birth that book and your message to empower 
girls just like yourself who are bored, were bored with school and they they found the streets challenging, uh, but yeah. knew they were destined for something great. You got you got a whole you got a whole generation who are living where you, what you live. So be encouraged, my sister. If anything I could do to help you, just reach out. I'll be constantly praying for I you. I sure will. Thank and you. And I will be connecting with you too. Okay. Thank you. You have a great night. Okay. You too. Thank you, Tanya. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Real talk. Unstoppable mothers who are making unprecedented uh, moves in business and in life. Thank you for holding on. We went a little over. Tune in next week as we have three, another trifecta uh, on. We have Dr. Monique Flemings, Alex Betts, and uh, Reverend Yolanda, Ma- Yolanda Mason on. We're talking about, I can't even remember what we're talking about because uh, Pastor uh, Anetra didn't Taking me to a place that I'm like, mm, mm, mm. But tune in next Tuesday with Real Talk with Tanya White at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go visit uh, TanyaWhite.com. Get my book, Yes, I Am Enough, The Next Level, on Amazon.com. And follow me on Facebook. Connect with me. I got some great things coming up uh, in the future. And remember, continue to stay real, relevant, and refreshing always. Because that's the way of life. I love you guys, and I'll see you next Tuesday. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.